Hello there, it's Gareth here and welcome to this episode of the podcast. I hope you are well. So I'm recording this at 20 past, what is it, 19 minutes past seven on Tuesday. And I've got a busy day ahead of me because I'm going across today to the east coast of Yorkshire to see my mother, my sister and my niece and nephew. And we're having a little bit of a celebration. So I want to talk about celebrations today. And I think it's an appropriate time to do it because here in the UK we have just finished celebrating Queen Elizabeth II's seconds, Platinum Jubilee. It was a jubilee weekend, and it was a long weekend because we had Thursday and Friday as bank holidays, so most people won't have been working. Then we had the weekend off, the Friday, the Saturday and the Sunday, so we had four days to celebrate the Platinum Jubilee, which is 70 years the Queen has been on the throne. And I have to say, I'm going to, I'm going to share some views today on my observations of what went on through the celebrations from my own experience. Because although this for me was was a, an opportunity for everybody to celebrate and for everybody to get involved, certainly here in Wakefield, there was very little done. I have to say, I was I was very disappointed with what our council or our local council had put on. There wasn't any kind of street parties organised, certainly by the council. There was a bit of an event in town, which we went and had a look at on Saturday, which was incredibly disappointing. I have to say, in fact, beyond disappointing, it was it was bordering on embarrassing. That's how bad it was. Um, I'll tell you more about that because I want to kind of just kind of, kind of roll back to Thursday when the celebrations started. Now on Thursday, although it's a bank holiday, that doesn't really affect me. I kind of work for myself. I work from home. So I was aware that for most people it was a day off if you did have a proper job. Um, so... I don't. So my friend John Steele, the photographer, came over. He was he came and had a little visit. And you know John is if you list this podcast, he's been on some time before, a few times now. And we decided that it would be fun maybe to go out with the cameras and have a wander around Wakefield and take pictures of the Jubilee celebrations. And we kind of set ourselves a little task to go out with our tiny cameras, do some street photography, and try to photograph things that were red, white, and blue. And if I'm honest, the weather were nice, it was sunny, it was nice to get out there, but there was very little to photograph as far as celebrations were concerned. And it, and it did seem to me, and again it was just my observation, that the vast majority of reasons there were Union Jacks and Platinum Jubilee related things on show was because the shop were trying to sell something. You know, there was a cake shop that was selling cupcakes with little Union Jacks on the top. You know, there were people trying to sell flags and things in shops. It, it was just like I thought, there's no real celebration here. It's just the buy this to celebrate and give us some money kind of thing going on. But as far as the town centre was concerned, on the first day of it, the Thursday, there was very little. There was a kind of market on in, on, on in town. There were people milling about. But you would have been forgiven for believing that this had nothing to do with any Jubilee at all, apart from the occasional Union Jack draped from a shop front so i thought the first day was somewhat disappointing now that said there was a lot going on i think in the capital clearly that's where the queen lives in london and there was more stuff going on there so i could watch a little bit of it on the tv and and that was nice there was there was some celebrations going on there was the trooping of the color which i think is a a really a lot of pomp and ceremony which i think here in the uk we're very good at so I could get a kind of a flavour for it on the TV, but nothing locally. And I thought, well, it's the first day. Maybe, you know, people are going to be, you know, doing more on Friday. Well, the problem with Friday was Thursday came and the weather was good. Friday it wasn't as good. And even 
roundabout on Friday, again, nothing, there was nothing going on. Now, I did know that the, the major thing that Wakefield were doing is they were having a kind of a celebration in a place called Victoria Square, which is like just outside the, I suppose, the local council offices and the, the kind of the, the town hall. And there's going to be something going on there, like, you know, something going on in the street. There are going to be stalls and there are going to be performers. And I thought, well, that might be interesting. So Sue and myself made it our, our business to go and have a look at it on Saturday. And I have to say, I was going to say it was disappointing. Um, I think it's, I can say it went a step above disappointing. It was actually embarrassing. There must have been maybe 12 stalls trying to sell something. And some of the stuff was like, I don't know, weird. It, there were a few artisan, there were a couple of artisan places, like people selling some jams and honeys. There were a bit of bread for sale. But the weather wasn't good. There was nobody around. I mean, when we walked across there, there was literally, there was more people wearing yellow high-visibility vests, clearly, clearly security people, or crowd control, which was completely unnecessary because there was only about six of us walking around. And in the middle of this, there was some kind of stage erected and there was two guys playing guitars and singing the most melancholic, miserable music I've ever heard. And then to the left of that, there was like this little... I can only describe it as a bubble, like a, a plastic dome. Inside was a kid's ball pool that they were jumping about in while little balls were floating about. And there was a kid in that. And then next to it, you know, God bless them, there were a couple of people kind of trying to make the most of it. You know, they were kind of singing and dancing a little bit to the music. And then opposite the, the stage were all these chairs with Union Jacks on, Union Jack deck chairs. And there was... There was not that many of them, but there was only two of them being used. It was completely and utterly underwhelming. And I kind of came away from that feeling a little bit sad, to be honest. I thought, this is the best we could do as a city. The best we could do is a couple of old dudes playing a banjo and, you know, some plastic dome. Is this the best we could do? Anywho, three days in. Massively underwhelmed. Again, the stuff that's going on on the TV that we've seen in the London, you know, there was there was a service at, um, where was it at? Westminster Abbey, very nice to watch. You know, there was a lot in the news about things happening in other parts of the country, but up here, not a great deal. So we came back feeling disappointed. So Sue and myself decided, look, we've got one day left this Sunday. What can we do on Sunday? Where can we go on Sunday? And what we have got the, into the habit of doing in recent years is, is spending Sunday morning occasionally going to a place in Bradford called Salt Mills. Now, it's a lovely building. It's a massive old, it used to be a, an actually a textile mill run by a guy called Titus Salt. That's why it's called Salt Mill. But they've turned it into kind of a retail space. And it's a very nice place i love it you go in there and it's you go in on the morning they're like playing baroque music and they've got a lovely book section and it's all sort of set in this old mill so you've got kind of the exposed brick there's a lot of artwork across there there's a great deal of work by a british artist called david hockney it's where david hockney's work is stored and it's it's a really lovely experience and we thought well come on you know, Salt's Mill will do it right, won't they? You know, if they, they, they very, very proper business, very proper setup, they'll be doing it right. So we got up early, Salt's Mill's opens at eight o'clock. We flew across there to get there so it was open. We could get in first, because when you go in on a morning, on a Sunday when it first opens, it's there's an essence of, of peace around it. And it's a really much nicer experience than when it's really full of people. So we'll go across there and, and get involved with their celebrations. 
Anyway, we ghost there, gets in the car, weather's not great, drives to Salt Mill. As we're approaching the entrance, there's all these traffic cones outside and a guy with a, a, a yellow jacket on. And I thought, well, it must be really busy. We must have to park somewhere else today. And as we got closer, there's a notice at the front of this little cabin that this security guard was sat in that said, Salt Mill is closed for the Queen's Platinum Jubilee from the 3rd to the 7th. And I thought, hang on a minute here. No, sorry, the second to the first. It, long story short, it was closed. It wasn't open. I was absolutely staggered. And if I can say Sue, that Sue was so disappointed because she really wanted to see some Jubilee celebrations. And the fact that they closed, I, I don't know the rationale behind it. It, for me, seems a huge mistake because people go there anyway. And I thought they would do it right. I'm sure that were going to be trimmed up. Nothing. So at half past ten on Sunday morning, the last day of the official Jubilee holiday, we're driving back home from Bradford. The rain's coming down. Sue's not right happy. In fact, she's very sad, to be honest. I'm a bit pissed off as well, thinking, well, this has been a bit of a non-show. And I wanted to I wanted to talk about that and mention it because, for me, celebrating is really important. I mean, we were having a, a dinner that evening. We had Sue, Sue's daughter and, uh, and her son-in-law coming around for something to eat. So that was kind of like a family gathering. And, and it was for the Jubilee. We said we do what we wanted to do that. But we, we didn't really, other than that, have anything noticeable around us that was going on. And celebrating is important. There were so many people that had an opinion that the Jubilee was a waste of money. You know, we shouldn't be celebrating the royal family. It's an outdated, antiquated um, establishment that sh- that's just a, a drain on the UK's finances. And somebody was very quick to say that it cost, I think it cost some, I don't know exactly how much it cost, but it was certainly in the billions. It wasn't multiple billions, but it was certainly a few billion quid. And somebody had said, you know, this is a disgrace that we are spending this money on celebrating this ridiculous setup called the royal family. This money could have been put towards the homeless or help people in need. And yes, any money that we spend could be put towards people that are homeless or in need. I get that. But the fact that there's so many people in our country very quick to knock the monarchy, I think is disappointing. I'm, I'm somebody who believes that the, the royal family brings a lot to our country. The fact that the stuff I watched on TV, the thing I love about it is the kind of the pomp and ceremony that we do incredibly well. I mean, there was something that happened, I believe it was on Friday, thinking back, I think it was Friday, where we had a, some beacons being lit. So the idea was that the beacons would be lit around the country at the same time, all started by Queen Elizabeth doing something in Windsor, which lit up a tree which celebrated a million trees that they'd planted for, for the Jubilee, which, you know, let's be fair, we're knocking them for spending money, but they've, they've planted a million trees, and that's not a bad thing, because we like trees. And, you know, and we should like trees, you know, they give us the stuff we breathe. She pressed this button, lights go on, and they all set up around that, the way they'd done it and the ceremony, and it was just, it made me proud to be British. And I know that might sound very old-fashioned, but I hope I never stop being proud to be British. So the fact that people were knocking the fact we should have been doing this all, I thought was disappointing. And I know, according to the news feeds that I've seen and watching the BBC coverage of it, people did celebrate with some street parties in some places, but certainly in my city, I thought it was a very, very poor do. Um, And I kind of wonder who was in charge of that. 
because clearly whoever was in charge of it didn't think about it a great deal. It wasn't well organised. Even the little event I talked about that we went to look at on the Saturday, we didn't know about that. It wasn't, we didn't know about it. It wasn't shown anywhere. There was nothing put through our letterbox. You couldn't see advertised anywhere. It was just kind of things happened, and it was almost like as a, it was disappointing. But we should celebrate because there's things about celebrating is when we celebrate, it makes us feel good. Even if the thing we're celebrating is not directly to do with us. So I've said this, I think I mentioned this before on the podcast. I'm going to mention it again because it's true. If you're ever in a restaurant and somebody's having a birthday and you know what it's like in some restaurants, the, the, all of a sudden the, the music that's playing stops, this happy birthday starts to come through the speakers and somebody walks out from the kitchen with a cake with some huge incendiary device in the middle of it throwing sparkles and, and bits of, of, of glitter out. If you sing along and clap, and sing happy birthday to that person, your subconscious doesn't know it's not you that's celebrating. So, so you feel like you're celebrating, you get a feel-good feeling. So I do it all the time, and it was Sue that taught me that. And when I started doing it, I did feel good, because at first I think it's a bit silly, it's not my birthday, but actually the feeling of celebrating with somebody else and having experienced it with other people in the party we were with, when everybody else starts singing along to your group's birthday celebrations, it makes everybody feel good. We should be quick to celebrate things. You know, we love to celebrate birthdays, anniversaries, Christmases, you know, events throughout the year. And some people, I don't, and I think it's just some people in general, are just miserable and they don't want to celebrate. And they'll find any reason at all to knock celebrations. So I just want to, sh- I'm going to throw a stat with you, which, which I found staggering. I think it cost £5 million, and I I could be wrong, but it certainly was around that figure. I had two or £5 million, so let's put it to five, £5 billion to celebrate the Queen's Jubilee. An amount of money which somebody said was a waste of money. Now, the thing is, I started thinking, okay, that is a lot of money. But the person who said it, and the, the person who passed the comment, was somebody who looked incredibly out of shape. They were, without being unkind, they were overweight, and they just had a look about them, which I thought you you would you would be unhappy with anything you would, you know you know them kind of people, don't you? So I thought I wonder how much money we spend on keeping the country healthy, as far as obesity is concerned. What does the what does obesity cost the NHS every year? Six billion pounds it costs every single year. Not a one-off event like the Jubilee, which we've paid for now, and that there'll be another Jubilee for a long time. No, every year we spend more than that on keeping on the beast. That's what it costs our country. Yet this person who's complained about the royal family isn't complaining about the fact we shouldn't have so many takeaways or we shouldn't be selling chocolate or we shouldn't be selling cheap pizzas that are making people ill or we should get rid of the McDonald's. And I have to say from the look of the person, I'm guessing uh, that person, that he was a she, she would know a lot about maybe those establishments. No, not mention that. That's not thought about, but we knock the, the fact we spent seven, or a couple of million, five million on celebrating a 70-year reign of a monarch, which we will never see again. I certainly won't see it again, if we ever see it again, ever. In fact, I did work out, my sister, who is just a bit younger than me, she sent me a photograph of me and her celebrating the Silver Jubilee which was when the Queen had been on the throne 25 years ago. So I would have been about seven, my sister would have been about six, five um, and there's pictures of us there looking very young outside, waving some flags about. You know, we won't celebrate another Jubilee because the next Jubilee, maybe 10 years from now, the Queen's very unlikely to be still the Queen in 10 years' time, I would have thought. I hope she's still alive because she's a great woman, but whether she'll still... 10 years iffy. 
So then if a new person comes onto the throne like Charles, you've got to think, well, the next Jubilee would be 25 years. You think to yourself, there's so many things that this was, the, there was, there's a chance for us to celebrate something which would never happen again. We'll never see another 70th. We may not see another Jubilee, yet personally some people were knocking it. And I think they have to understand, as much as the royal family will cost us some money, there are other things that cost our country money. But the royal family and that establishment, I think, brings a great deal of money in as far as tourism is concerned. And it is quite factual. And I think there's a lot of evidence to say that countries that have a monarchy, especially a female monarchy, always seem to do well. So I'm not quick to want to live in a republic. Um, I'm sure any of you listening that come from places run by that, you know, America, you know, and places like France, and you know, you don't have a monarchy. You know, I'm sure you love your countries as much as I love mine, but I'm not. I want to live in a in in a in a country where we have a monarchy and long may it continue. So celebrating is important. If you get the chance to celebrate, you should. And if you're not somebody who is comfortable celebrating, you should ask yourself why. And I know a lot of it sometimes can be a bit of a little bit of embarrassment. You know, when you're in a restaurant and all of a sudden the eyes turn to you because it's your birthday and a cake comes out, it can feel a bit uncomfortable. But when you get used to it and realise it's such an important thing, not just for you to receive the celebrations and the and the kind of um, the focus of other people, but also for other people to be part of that. Celebrating is important. And we should celebrate not just the big things. You know, celebrating the 70 years on the throne, that's a big deal. But you should get used to celebrating things more regularly. And it just doesn't have to have to be birthdays and special events. It can be things you've achieved, things you've done. You know, I'm involved at the moment with a little group online on Facebook. I run a group around um, weight loss and getting into shape. And every week I want them to celebrate the wins. What have you done this week? Have you lost a couple of pounds? If you, you know what, celebrate. We should celebrate more because celebrating makes us feel good. And the more that we celebrate and the more that we feel good, the more we get used to accepting that. And when we look to celebrate things, it uplifts us. And whenever you're in an uplifted mood, you'll find you'll actually do more things well and then you'll celebrate more. So it's like an upward spiral. So there you go. That's what I want to talk about today, the Jubilee. Um, I wanted to mark the event with the podcast, which is what this is. But I, and like I say, I just think we could have done it better in my part of the world. So whatever you did, if you did enjoy the Jubilee and it went well, fantastic. Um, if you didn't enjoy the Jubilee and you're not into the royal family, maybe just consider that. You know, Is it such a big deal that we, we spend money on something which does bring a lot to the country? And if you're not from the, um, the, uh, the UK and you have no idea what we're talking about with Jubilees and Queens, I hope when you get the opportunity to celebrate whatever you celebrate, you take advantage of it because um, it's a big deal and we should do more of it. So that's really, I suppose, it all boils down into a very simple statement that, you know, I believe you should celebrate more. So go away and celebrate some more. I will see you next week for another podcast. Until then, take care.